by Facebook. My name's Jeff Castle. I'm missionary, Rock of Ages. Uh, filling in for Brother Samuel Lawson up at uh, Pleasant View Baptist Church. Amen. But we appreciate you. I uh, always get that name wrong. I know so many mountaintops, Pleasant View, Pleasant Valley, Pleasant this, Pleasant that. But we appreciate you. Tell somebody we're on the Facebook there preaching. Amen. We got some in the building this morning. And we appreciate the Lord. They sung a song there. Uh, home's just around the bend. It's kind of uh, struck a, a note with me there. Take your Bibles. Let's turn to Luke chapter number 15. It's actually going a different route this morning, and and uh, uh, the Lord done laid this uh, uh, up on my heart. I couldn't get away from it here. Luke chapter 15. You know this section of Scripture. Are we on here? This is coming through, right? We good? Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, we know this section of Scripture here. We know this is about the uh, lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Uh, but Jesus is addressing that Pharisaical bunch, amen. And we're living in a day and hour, Brother Chris, where there's Pharisees everywhere, amen. Uh, they look good on the outside, and, and it's good to look good and look right, amen. I believe a child of God ought to look right and dress right and do right, but that, that's besides the point. But if that's all we have, and that's all we are, then we ain't nothing. It's what's on the inside that matters. Now we see here in chapter number 15, verse number 20, and the Bible says, And he arose and came to the Father. <laughs> oh, happy day when you come to the Father. Amen. Uh, but when he was uh, yet a great way off, uh, uh, um, his father saw him uh, and had compassion on uh, compassion and ran uh, and fell on his neck and kissed him. Uh, and the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight am no more worthy uh, to be called thy son. But the father, now watch this, uh, uh, to his servant, said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe. Uh, now watch his next phrase. And put it on him. I like it, Brother Poncho. Put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again and he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Let's pray, Father, in the name of sweet Jesus. You know these day and hour we live in. You know all that's going on around about us, but I'm glad, Lord, we could come to the Father's house else uh, and leave all that mess outside father we love you we thank you i uh, thank you for being so good to us pray for those one watching by way of social media uh, god that you'll touch and bless in their hearts uh, i get a hold of somebody's heart this morning they turn from their ways uh, and lord want to father you those that's in the building today god bless them father we sure do love you and we thank you in jesus name we pray uh, amen and amen I, I want you to notice some pretty picture of repentance here uh, when this young man he arose uh, and came to the father and on down through there he said he said I've sinned against heaven in thy sight and man, no more than to be called thy son you know what I've noticed these days brother Kurt uh, uh, people get saved they uh, come to the altar and repent uh, and Poncho don't act like it means nothing to them amen I'm not saying you got to come down the aisle squalling and snotting and slobbering uh, because I found in the years I've been saved brother 
Chris that and it cried snot and slobbered. I thought they got the goods and they didn't. Went back out and never find them. That when it came down, we've heard preachers say this all my life. Chewing, chewing gum out like they didn't care. Those will be the ones it sticks on. It ain't about the countenance. It's all about the heart. When you feel in your heart that you ain't nothing. And God is, boy, I feel like preaching this morning. Amen. Hey, hey, God is everything. That's true repentance. When you come out of yourself and you get where God is. Hey, man, I cannot get a witness. Amen. Hey, hey, listen, if you're there at home, you ought to shout glory. Amen. Hey, but I wanted you to notice something. I, we have this account of this son that was lost. There's been a lot of debate about is he lost or was he backslidden? Hey, the Bible says the father said, Brother Chris, this my son was lost, amen. Uh, uh, you could use it like this. Uh, he became the age of accountability over there in verse number uh, uh, tw- 11 and 12. He said, give me my portion if followed me. And he went out and he left the father. Hey, there comes a time in a child's life. Uh, uh, listen, I believe that God will uh, uh, take care of them and everything until they become the age of accountability and they know the difference between right and wrong and, and sin and not to sin. At that moment, you become a sinner. Can I get a witness? Amen. And then you have to make your mind up whether you want to be saved or not. It's too much in this, Brother Chris, for me to uh, uh, go on. I could bring, bring out a lot of stuff on this, but time won't allow me. But I want you to notice something. Uh, this son went out and ruined his life. Amen. So many times us, we, I did, I went out and ruined my life. I remember thinking I had the tiger by the tail. I just had graduated high school and I thought, man, I got the world at my fingertips. I'll do what I want, when I want, how I want, how I want to do it. Amen. But can I say I messed it up through Michelob Low Life, Bud Dummers, and the party life and that righteous living like this young man did. And they some, thank God Almighty, they never experienced that but they just as lost as I was. Amen. Hey, hey listen, you can go to the church and, and sit on a church pew and bust hell wide open. Amen. Uh, but I want you to notice something here. Uh, uh, this young man came home. Uh, and while this young man came to himself, he got up out of the hog lot uh, and went to the Father's house. Amen. Uh, glory be the day uh, when I got up out of myself and I realized who God was, brother. Amen. And I got saved by the good grace of God. Amen. And now I'm at the Father's house. Amen. But I want you to notice something. The most blessed thing about the prodigal is not that he just, he came home, but the blessing is to me what the Father did for him. Hey, 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 look up in here. The most blessed thing is what the Father did for him. Look at verse number 22 and again. And the Bible said, but the Father said unto his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Well, glory. This is a picture of what God does for us. Let us look at the, what the Father did for this lost son. In this message I've titled, uh, The Father Put It On Him. Amen. You ain't lived until God has 
put it on you. Amen. Somebody help me right there. Good God. Hey, man, I'm telling you what. Listen, God is good. Hey, when you've been preaching, Brother Poncho knows what I'm talking about. You'll preach times. It'll be dry. It'll be dusty. It'll be in a desert land. It'll be like nobody's a feeding. And that's all right. God's Word won't return void. And you know what I'm talking about. You've been to church. It's dry. It's burning. You think ain't nothing happening. God's Word is affecting and doing that which He pleases. But then there's those times that you step in the glory. Amen. You step in another zone. You step in another world. Carol and Kenny know what I'm talking about. They've been singing all up and down this land. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. You've been there and sung. Is it going anywhere? It falls off the front of the pulpit. But you've been those times you strike one chord, sing one verse, and the place erupts. I believe the Father is putting it on them. Amen. I thank God. I'm listen, I'm glad when the Father puts it on me. Amen. Oh, listen, number one, how did He put it on Him? Number one, He put it on Him in that, number one, He was looking for Him to come. Yeah, amen. Now, I'll tell you something. I'm not trying to be mean up in here, but hey, listen, everybody today is looking what coronavirus is doing. Now you don't hear about it. Now it's about the rights. And I'm going to say this, and I hope you don't get mad and I get in trouble for this. It's a bad thing what happened, but it's even worse thing when people write and do the same thing the other person did. Amen. Amen. Listen, I'm not prejudiced, nothing like that. But I'm just talking about the killer bees and now the, uh, the locusts. Got, listen, everywhere you turn, there's trouble. People losing their job. Uh, people going, listen, people going, you ain't seen nothing yet, honey. It's a coming, it's a coming. People, I, I, my wife was telling me yesterday, people are dying uh, from drinking Clorox, uh, trying to cleanse the inside of themselves. Uh, honey, I want to tell you, you've done warped in the mind if you're that bad, amen. I listen, they're washing in Clorox. I ain't going to wash in that mess, amen. Are you listening to me? I just jumped in the pool with some chlorine, amen. Some of y'all don't like it, but that's all right. But anyway, hey, hey, what I'm saying, listen, uh, uh, listen, but when you come, uh, there's a lot of people looking for a lot of things, but the Father was looking for Him to come. We're always looking for that good one. We're always looking for that good thing. But the Father was looking for Him to come. Look at verse number 20. And the Bible said, And He rose and came to His Father. And but when He was yet a great way off, His Father saw him. I'm glad, listen, no matter where you at, God has got his eye on you. I'm glad no matter what you're doing, God has got his eye on you. Amen. God's got his eye. He don't care about who's going to be the next president, even though he does governing those affairs. He don't care who's going to be the next sheriff of, of Surrey County, even though he does govern. You understand him? But he's not worried. Somebody said something about the Super Bowl. Who won the Super Bowl? Did that catch God? I don't even know who won the last one. But anyway, hey, listen to what I'm saying. People worry about that stuff. God don't care about the Super Bowl, the NBA, the ABS, and CBS, and the NBA. He don't care. But he cares about what's going on right now in his house. Amen. Now, I'm not trying to be mean right here. I'm trying to help a lot of you people watching my social media. I just wonder how many of you is going to come back to church when everything opens back up. Yeah, amen. We're going to find out where faith is at now. We're going to find out. Listen, I was thinking about this morning. I understand I understand all this virus. I know. Listen, I'm not an idiot. Amen. I, I, uh, Poncho, I, I respect it. Amen. I'm not going to shake your hand and lick my hand. I'm going to wash them. I don't want it. I don't want that stuff. Amen. 
But listen, I'm not going to let it govern me. But Chris, when I was lost and undone, I, I'd go to the places of the world and the sin of the world, no matter what was going on. Amen. The liquor stores ain't shut down. Amen. Walmart didn't shut down. Have y'all been to Lowe's lately? They sure ain't no six-foot distance in there. Amen. They're making killer money off this thing. Amen. Somebody help me. Amen. But the Father is watching to see who's going to come to the house. Amen. He's looking for somebody, Poncho, today who's going to come to the house. He was looking for him to come. But when he was a great way yet off, the Father saw him. When you wasn't even thinking about coming to the Lord, he was looking at you. The Father's always awaiting and a-watching for the lost. Amen. That Holy Spirit is looking and searching and wooing. Amen. Number two, the Father put it on him. Number one, he was looking for him to come. Number two, he loved him with compassion. Amen. Pretty simple, amen. Look at verse 20 again. But the father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. He had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. He loved him in spite, listen to me, he loved him in spite of his mess. Huh? That don't do nothing for you, amen. Praise God it does me. He loved me in spite, Chris, of my mess. You told me your testimony when we ordained you there as a deacon. You told some of your testimony how Jesus mad at God and, all, and God loved you in spite of that. Amen. Kurt, he loved you in spite of you. Kenny, he loved us in spite of... He loved us in our own mess. When I was unlovable, God commended His love. It means demonstrated. Amen. He showed His love on the cross of Calvary. You say, God don't love me. He loves you more than you'll ever know. Amen. Amen. Now, the government might send you a stimulus check. That's about it. You ain't going to get much. Amen. That'd be, amen. You have to pay it back. Are you following? But God, love, hey, listen, His gift is free. But it ain't cheap. You say, what do you mean? That don't make sense. It's free to you and I, but it wasn't cheap for Him. He sent His only begotten Son to die for us. Amen. I don't know if that does something for you or not, but that excites me this morning. Amen. He put it on Him. He loved Him with compassion. He loved Him in spite of His mess. In spite of the mess that was on him. I don't know about y'all, but listen, I don't need to give you a 14-point outline recitation on how dirty a pig lot is. Amen. I remember back years ago, bro, Kurt, it was years ago, I was listening to the radio, coming up the road, going home one day, and I believe about 20-some years ago, I can't remember what it was, and they said they paid somebody $3 million to find out why, brother, a hog lot stunk. I save you some money. Give me about three thousand, and I'll tell you why. Amen. Because it's nasty. Pigs are nasty. Amen. Am I right about it? Listen, how stupid are we to try to figure out why these things are like that? Amen. But here he is, Chris. He's coming down the road. He just got out of the hog lot. Since he's got all this pig mess on him, slop, ain't no telling what he looked like. I bet he wasn't dressed right. I bet he didn't smell right. I, I bet you, listen, he didn't get cleaned up before he come to the Father. And that's where a lot of people make a mistake about salvation. They think they've got to clean up before they come to God. You come to God with your mess and let God take your head. Well, glory. Let God show you his amazing... It's about to get rich in here. It's about to get real up in here at Blue Ridge. Amen. Hey, listen, let him show you just how rich and real a grace is. Amen. How he can clean you up and turn you around. Amen. I'd jump his pulpit if I wasn't 52 years old. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, what I'm saying, he loved him in spite of his mess. 
Hey, listen, uh, uh, you, ha- uh, you haven't lived until the Father kisses you. Said he ran where he was at. He didn't wait till he got to the house. The Father saw him and ran to him, fell on his neck and kissed him. Now, I don't know about y'all, but listen, in my house, I can weed eat and mow the yard and get all sweaty and nasty. And I'm just being honest. Listen, Ponchi, I don't know how you are. Joe has my I can be out working. Beating. You know how you are, old sweaty. Man gets all sweaty and nasty and just stinky. Hey, man. And I go in, I expect my wife to give me some sugar. Amen. And she'll look at me like, uh, I ain't kissing you like that. Amen. You understand what I'm talking about? It's not that she don't love me. You know what I'm talking about. But the father right. had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Right. Let me tell you about that kiss right there. Let me tell you about that kiss right there. I experienced the Father's kiss, not just spiritually, but physically. Back in 2004, my father-in-law had got cancer. He had it before then, but we didn't know until 2004. We found out, actually, December 23rd, right before Christmas, that he had cancer, colon cancer. And July the 3rd, I believe, no, 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 I'm sorry, June the 3rd, of 2004, they operated on his colon cancer. And then it went from bad to worse. I seen that man lay in the hospital and literally just dwindle away to nothing. There was times, Poncho, I seen him and he was about that big around, just lost a lot of weight. And then two or three weeks later, I was pastoring at the time in South Carolina. I'd drive back up the road when I could and come and see him. Then there was times, Kurt, I'd come see him and he swelled up big as a house. Cancer was eating him from the inside. And we didn't know how long he had. I finally pulled the doctor to the side and I said, Doc, let me, let me be honest. Tell, tell us what we're up against. We want to know. I wish I'd have never asked that question. Because the doctor took us as a family into the room, said, Mr. Cross wants us to tell you what's going on. said, he may have six months, he may have a year. My heart broke. My heart just went to the floor, and I thought, why did I? But we had to know. I mean, if it's going to be cured and he's got 10 years, hallelujah. But you don't know how long you got. You on social media, you don't know how long you got to live. You were, it might not be corona. We forget about these vehicles, how dangerous they are, amen. We forget about how dangerous. You know, flu can take you out still, amen. You don't hear nothing about AIDS anymore. You say, well, only people that are living the wrong kind of lifestyle can know. No, you can get a blood transfusion and get AIDS, Amen. It's still real estate. You never hear about that no more either. Amen. But anyway, I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to help you. With, I, I listen, I, that father's kiss. The last two weeks before my father-in-law died, uh, actually a month before that, he got saved. Amen. Glory to God, it took cancer to get him saved. Amen. But two weeks before he died, Chris, I went to Forsyth Hospital to see him one more time. I had to hurry up and get back to South Carolina because I was passing the church. And I went by to see him, and he, and he told me, he said, Son, come here. Now, I might not do nothing for y'all, but it did me. Why? Because I hadn't seen my daddy since 1974. That's when the last time I seen my own flesh and blood. He died in a car wreck. Are you hearing me? Listen, and, and he said, Come here, son. That just overwhelmed my heart. He, I mean, we was close, but he never called me son. Chris, he come over at his hospital bed, and he grabbed a hold of my shirt and pulled me down to him, Chris, and kissed me. <laughs> You know how long it's been since I had my daddy kiss me? Do you know how long it's been since 
Listen, I know we're on Facebook. Listen, it's about to get real up in here. You know how long it's been, Chris? You're a blessed man. You still got your daddy. Amen. I'm not down. Don't praise God for You got your son. Amen. I don't know what it's like. And he kissed me. And I, oh, listen, that done something for me. And two weeks later, Kurt, we laid him to rest, preached his funeral, and God gave me the grace. But what I'm saying, listen, I, I went in down and out discouraged. I've been listening when my own father-in-law pulled me down, good God Almighty, and he kissed me. Mwah, amen. I done something for me. I came out of that hospital a, a jumping and a leaping, and I knew me all right, amen. But I remember the day going to God when God Almighty, I threw the, his son, darling son, Jesus Christ. I brother Chris, when I got saved, Ponte, when I got saved by the good grace of God, the Holy Ghost of God, he kissed me, amen. You ain't lived until you've been kissed by the Father, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God. I'm Listen, that compassion is above all other compassions. I don't care where you're at. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how you feel. Listen, the world may judge you. The church may judge you. Hey, but the Father loves you and he's looking for you to come this morning. Amen. Listen, he loved him with compassion. He put it on him. Number, two, number three, watch this. He put it on him in that he listened to his confession. <laughs> Amen. Look at verse 21. The Bible said, watch this. And as soon as, he, as soon as the son said unto him. Now here's the son speaking. He got there to the father. The father's kissed him. They ain't even at the house yet. They're out there on the road hugging and loving on one another. Amen. I, I believe this. I believe this. I've heard it said several, several times. That people say, listen, sometimes you might not get saved right when you come. You might have got saved when you stepped out of that pew. Some may have took the altar. Some may have took when it got up and left. I don't know at the point. But there's some point in your life. Uh, some people told me when they got up out of the, per, uh, out of the pew, Kurt, that they got saved that moment. Why? That's because when them and the fathers got together. Amen. And here it is. Listen, he, he listened to him, uh, his confession. And the son said unto him, Listen, the father will listen when no one else will. <laughs> I ain't trying to be mean right here. I'm just trying to tell the truth. You ladies, listen to me. A lot of times you, my wife does it, your wife does it. They'll just say, you don't understand me. You don't listen to me. We hear you, but we don't listen. <laughs> Sometimes. Amen. Right there. I got some women laughing in the church here. But you know what I'm telling you? Some of you men the same way. Sometimes your wife will hear you, but she's not listening. We hear our kids, but our kids, it's funny how mine will be in another room. He's 15 years old. He'll be on Minecraft in another room playing on a computer. Me and my wife talking in a low-tone voice about something, and he'll pop off and answer us. Amen. Y'all's kids like that, mine aren't. But you tell them to go clean the room up or go get you something. They just sit there and keep messing or playing. Huh, did you say something? Yeah, about an hour ago. But you whisper something. Boy, that, you know how my wife says, I got selective hearing and you do too. But God, listen, I'm glad he's never too busy to listen to us. Amen. Hey, hey, listen, he don't have call waiting. Amen. He does have caller ID. He knows who's calling. I'm glad of that. Amen. I'm glad he knows who's calling. Amen. Oh, listen to me. What I'm saying this morning. Amen. The Father will listen when no one else will. The Father is listening for your cry. Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Get saved. Then he's looking for... I was reading a book this morning about Elijah. A good friend of mine wrote, Brother Poncho, wrote about Elijah. It's that, it's that power of the hidden life. You see, what are you talking about? 
Elijah went down to the brook. Elijah went down to the brook and he hid him. God hid him there. It's that personal time with God. It's that, it's that time we get the power of God when we're alone with God. That's when God can speak to you. Listen, we got so much going on nowadays. I remember when Facebook first started, people, I don't know how it is now, I don't have it, but people posted some of the dumbest things on social media. All they did was sit right there on it and watched everything and everybody, everybody does. And people do it now. I know people now, they, more they tore up about what everybody does. Amen. And you can't do nothing. It's a sad thing. You can't do nothing without everybody knowing it. Amen. Are you, are you hearing me? I mean, everybody knows. Everybody, I, people will call me before I get home done tell me what a priest were a priest. I say, how'd you know that? You was on the live stream, and that's all right. It's a good thing. But, but on the other hand, I don't want everybody to know my business. Amen. <laughs> yeah, man. I had a picture took of me at somebody's house and tagged. Somebody sent it back to me. Another friend said, I seen you was over so-and-so's house. I'm like, where did you get that picture? Amen. So you better watch what you're doing. I don't have to worry about it because I ain't doing nothing mean or bad. Amen. But what I'm saying, people, put, listen, everybody's surrounded by, there's something going on all the time. Everywhere you go in a restaurant, music, TVs, my goodness gracious, you can buy a, t- a refrigerator with a TV on it. And if you're that bad hooked on TV, something wrong. Amen. If i got to go to the TV and get my computer to cut on you, I might have one. I'm not, I'm not knocking you. But I don't want to go to the com- uh, uh, t- uh, refrigerator and ask Google where my Pepsi is. Amen. I know where my Pepsi is. man, but listen to what I'm saying. I'm glad the Father will listen to you. Aren't you glad you got a Father? He put it on him. Honey, he'll put it on you. He'll listen to you. Amen. How about that? The Father put it on him. Number four this morning. Watch this. It's going to get real. It's been real. It's going to get real. Amen. Listen to me this morning. The Father put it on him. He put it on him. Number one, he looking for him to come. Number two, he loved him with compassion. Number three, he listened for his confession. But number four, he loaded him down with care. Huh? Let's look what the father. He's come back. This son's come back all muddy. He's come back all messy. He done messed. He done spent all his inheritance. He done run his mom and daddy's name through the mud. Listen, young people, not only do you ruin your life, but you're taking down your mom and daddy too. Amen. Am I right about it? Now, you physically might not, but they'll look on you and say, oh, that's Poncho's boy right there. I've been there. I know what it's like. They do evaluate you like that. They'll run your family down. It ain't got nothing to do with it. I got one that's out of my house, and he's living on his own, doing his own thing. That's him. I can't answer for that. But yeah, let him mess up. Let him do something stupid, and I'll hear about it. Amen. Am I right about it? Listen, but what I'm saying, listen, uh, the father loaded him down with care. Look at verse 22. And the Bible says, But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Amen. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Amen. Can I say he robed him? (laughs) Amen. Clothed his nakedness or his rags with the best robe. In other words, here comes his son. Watch this now. He's come down the road. He's all nasty. He may have been naked. I don't know. He's got pig slop on him. His clothes didn't look the best. He didn't look the best. And the father run over and put the best. (laughs) Hallelujah. Robe on him. Amen. Now, the father didn't say go to the barn and get the horse blanket. The father didn't tell the servant, go get your coat. But Poncho, the, I'm about to have fit up in here. The father said, put the best. Ain't you glad God clothed you with the best? Amen. 
we're not clothed in our own righteousness because the Bible says uh, that our righteousness is a filthy rags. Amen. But he put his, I'm wearing, listen, the coat of the Father. Amen. I'm wearing his clothes this morning. I'm clothed in, uh, clothed in grace and mercy. Amen. Mercy and truth. Grace and mercy. Amen. Hey, he robed him. Amen. Not only did he robe him, watch this now. He ringed him. Watch this now. Trying to watch the time. Be mindful of the time. Got plenty of time. Bob says, uh, bring forth the best robe. Put it on him. And put a ring on his hand. Not only did he robed him, but he ringed him. <laughs> Amen. You see that ring right here? That ring don't tell me or remind, remind me that I'm married. I don't even need a ring to remind me I'm married. I can take it off and I'm still married. Amen. It's the vow I made. Amen. But he put that ring on. Why? That ring speaks of authority. Amen. When people saw him, they knew. Good God. Listen, just like this ring. You know what this ring's for? It's to tell some other Jezebel I'm taking. Of course, a lot of them Jezebels don't care about a ring anyway. Say amen right there. Amen. Hey, hey, well, what I'm saying is to let you know, hey, I'm taking or she's taking. But it let the people know in the town, hey, he belonged to that father, that farmer down there. He belongs to him. That's his boy. Amen. I'm glad I've been robed. I've been ringed. Ringed with the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. You see, a ring in the Bible time was a signet. You remember uh, King Ahasuerus? And the mother kings there, Nehemiah, Nehemiah wanted to go build the temple back, and the king put a signet, and he put a stamp on the letter. What about that king over there, Artaxerxes? Don't ask me to spell it. I can't even spell my own name. Amen. But anyway, Artaxerxes over there in the book of Esther, uh, uh, he, he took his signet, put that seal on that thing, and that seal, that promise, that that thing from that king could not be broken. Uh, I'm glad go to God, Poncho, when God put his stamp in. Listen, though, the sun went from a ring in his nose at the hog lot to a ring on his hand. That don't do nothing for y'all. Praise God, that does something for me. Amen. Hey, he went from a ring in your nose is being pulled. You're being, I uh, keep from rooting in the dirt. That's what pigs do. That's why they wring their nose. Amen. Uh, they keep them, that's what the devil done to you. Uh, this is all coming off the cuff. Amen. Right here. Uh, the devil ring your nose. Why? To keep you in his pen. Uh, to keep you in his slop. Oh, but glory to God. The father don't ring you to keep you in uh, uh, his house. The father ring you for authority to tell others, hey, I belong to somebody. I'm a child of a king. Amen. Oh, listen to me. Listen to me this morning. He robed him. He ringed him. He put it on him. He loaded him down with care. Watch this. Number, number, listen. Number four, he, he loaded him down. He ringed him. Robed him. You're going to like this. Now watch this now. And it said there, verse 22, But the Father said in his service, Bring forth the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet. He ringed him, robed him, and he rebocked him. <laughs> hey, man! I don't know about you, but back in the day, Reebok was the number one top-selling shoe. It beat Nike and everything. I don't know. I'm just using it for... I actually heard another preacher preach this and, and hit on this. And I thought, that's good. I'm going to use it. Amen. You mean you preaching somebody else's outline? No, I come up with my own outline, but I'm using that point that he gave me. Amen. You understand what I'm talking about? Listen, I, I want him saying he, he reboxed him. Why? Hey, listen. Uh, 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 he put shoes on him. In other words, he uh, cut loose. You're talking about... What do you mean cut loose? Servants didn't wear any shoes. If you was a servant, you was barefooted, you couldn't afford shoes, but the father put it on him. 
So now watch this now. So the son, if you, oh, I'm about to have fit. Listen to me, Poncho. Until he met the father, until you've met the father, you look back at your past, Chris, you see your own footprint. I'm about to come unglued right here. Are y'all following me? But brother, when he came to the father, and I wear cowboy boots. I just like cowboy boots. I don't know if I'm going to be able to wear them much longer. My feet hurt. I'm falling apart. My legs hurt everything. But I love cowboy boots. Amen. But back yonder, the son could see his walk, and he could see that his footprint was his own. You remember in your past, your footprint was your own. Amen. But glory to God, when he came to the father, <laughs> and the father put his shoes on him, now, what's what I'm saying? I wish there was sand up here. We says, you know, we go outside and preach this. But when he stepped right here, and he stepped here, and where he walked now, he's walking in the Father's footsteps. Y'all ain't getting what I'm saying. Back yonder, it was his footsteps. But now he's walking in his Father's shoes, and everywhere he steps. You remember when God told Joshua, he said, everywhere the sole of your foot steps or treads upon, that's yours. Can I tell you, wherever you put your uh, step, wherever you put your foot as a Christian, wherever you set your foot on on ground that God has given you, can I tell you something up in here, church? We don't get this as Christians. We don't understand. Uh, Somebody told me the other day, said they felt like they was powerless. They felt like they had no purpose in life. Uh, I want to tell you, honey, I feel like that sometimes. Uh, uh, Brother Kenny, I feel like I ain't got no purpose. Uh, I'm going nowhere fast. Uh, uh, Brother Poncho, I feel like that little rat in that cage is going on that wheel. Uh, I, I go to therapy because I had heart surgery, and, and they put me on that treadmill, and I just go to town. I, they say, the bolts are going. We're going to have you running before long. I can't run yet, amen. But I'm walking fast. Uh, but I don't like time goes so slow. Why? I'm going nowhere fast, amen. But at home, I walk the same mileage. I walk two miles. I, I listen and it seems like it goes so fast. I'll come back been gone about 45 minutes. Why? I'm going somewhere and coming back. Are you following me? But what I'm saying, when I was walking on my own, doing my own thing, I had no purpose, no power, no pre- no uh, sense of where I'm going. But now that I'm walking in the Father's footsteps, I'm wearing His shoes, I'm going somewhere and my walk has purpose. I know where I'm going. Glory to God. I know what's going on and I know where I set my feet that God has given it to me. Amen. So when he walks down the street, you see, you can hear it. You might not be able to hear it on this floor, and I probably shouldn't do this. I got a new floor up in here. But you can hear my feet clicking. Amen. I bet when he walked down the street, long before they ever saw him, they heard him walking in the Father's footsteps. Oh, boy, that's the whole message right there. I preach it, Poncho. It'll be good. Amen. Are you hearing me this morning? Amen. He rebocked him, put the best shoes. What about this? Watch what he did here. He put it on him. Put a ring on his hand, shoes on his feet. And he said, bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and we eat and we be married. He robed him, ring, he, he robed him, ringed him, rebocked him, and he ribeyed him. <laughs> yeah, man, ribeye. I don't know about you, but ribeye is the best cut of steak, amen. That's the choicest beef, amen. And the father give him the best that he had. Aren't you glad the father will give you the best he's got? Amen. Hey, the father will take it. The father will bless you. Hey, listen, he has blessed me. I've taught the preachers. Some are not getting to preach much. And I don't, I don't know. And I don't, there was a time I wasn't. But listen, every week since Easter occurred, I preached somewhere. God's been 
good to me. Amen. Hey, I'm telling you, God will be good to you. Poncho, since this has happened, you've probably reached more through social media than you'd ever reach in here. I hate it. It's a bad thing about what's going on, but God knew this was happening. He knew it was going to happen. He had provisions for the Word of God to get out. Amen. Some of you watching it would never dart the doors of a church. Amen. Some of you getting posts from this uh, all over the world. It's no telling, no telling this morning where this is going. Amen. No telling what village or what town, what house uh, this is going. And understand the Father loves you and wants you to come to Him this morning. Amen. He ribbed him. Give him the best cut of steak. Amen. Killed a fatty calf. You say, what's a, what's a fatty calf mean? That's a burnt offering. Amen. You go back to Leviticus chapter number 1. The burnt offering was the first offering that you offered to get in the door. Amen. Before you'll ever get into the house of God, before you'll ever get into what God wants you to get into, you've got to go through Jesus. He's that burnt sacrifice. He is the choicest, the fatty calf. He is the ribeye. Amen. Glory to God. I don't know about y'all, but I'm having a time up in here. Amen. Listen, the Father put it on him. Listen, covered. In other words, he's covered by the blood sacrifice. You see, to have that fatty calf, they had to kill it. Good night. I just seen something I never thought about. When they killed that fatty calf, they shed blood. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I know he's lost. Blood had to be shed for him. Amen. Aren't you glad blood had to be shed for us? Uh, people say, y'all believe in that blood is religion, that blood is salvation. Uh, without the blood, there is no remission of sins. Amen. Uh, hey, hey, listen. Uh, without blood, listen, uh, there is no remission. Uh, listen, remember the blood uh, uh, over there in Exodus when he put it on the doorpost and the lintel. Amen. Uh, the blood had to be on the house, but there's one place the blood is not. Uh, uh, the blood is not on the threshold. Why? Honey, you ain't going to trod the blood of Jesus. You're not going to walk over Jesus. You're going to have to go through him. Amen. Poncho, I'm glad I went through Jesus to get in. Amen. Hey, hey, listen. He put it on him. He put it on him and loaded him down with care. He robed him, ringed him, reboxed him, and ribbed him. Amen. And last of all this morning, watch this. I really like this. I like it all, but what about this? He labeled or listed him as a child. He said, what are you talking about, preacher? That don't mean nothing. Watch this, verse 24. He said, for this... My son. Now he didn't say this, my servant. Right. And if you read on down through there, this whole other message, I may hit on this the next time I preach. But the brother of the prodigal, he said, This thy brother. He told his father, said, Your son, not my brother. He didn't even right. claim him. I'm glad this morning I've been claimed. Hey. Yeah, man, I've been claimed. Glory to God. You say, why? My son. I have to do this a lot with myself and my wife. Brother Kurt, are you like I am? Do you ever get down and out? Do you ever just get beat down by the... And you feel about... Christy, you ever feel about like that right there? And you think, who am I... Brother, you ever feel like, man, I'm I'm a nothing, I'm a nobody. What in the world am I even doing? Well, I got good news. Repeat after me. We have to do this a lot at my house sometimes. Can y'all repeat after me? Everybody do this. I I am am a a child child of of the the king. King. (laughs) What did you say? I am a child of the king. I'll never forget. I'm going to tell this personal story here. I was riding up back to toward uh, 
um, Independence, Virginia, up that river north of the prison, trying to get that prison open. And I've been through something devastating. I've been through something, it's about 10, 11 years ago. been through something that just about tore me plumb down, just about broke me plumb down. I thought, man, I'm lower than a snake's belly, amen. I ain't nothing but a piece. I, I, I just, to be honest with you, I wanted to just quit everything. Y'all ain't never wanted to do that. I did. I wanted to walk away from it, be done with it, be done with everybody, preach everything. I was upset. And I was riding with a good friend named Butch Sperling. I don't know if you know him or not. And he's going off back up through there, and he said, Castle, why you got the pooch mouth? Why you got the pooch? Y'all ever get the pooch mouth disease? I do, amen. My lip dragging the ground. I said, well, this, 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 this. And he said, I want you to do something. Who are you? You got upset with me. What do you mean, who am I? <clears throat> I'm a Rock of Ages missionary. I'm Jeff Castle. He said, no, you ain't. I said, I'm not. He said, say after me. I, I said, I didn't know what he was doing. He said, am, am a child of the king. He had to remind me of who I really am. Sometimes we just need reminding of who we are. Amen. Sometimes some good news, children. I know I just reading in my devotions today uh, through the minor prophets, and I don't even like to say that. Uh, 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 right, uh, 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 Nahum, Micah, and all them. Uh, I, there was one. Micah it was a great revival going on, but God's still pronouncing judgment. Uh, hey, you're going in captivity. Other ones, uh, uh, Habakkuk said, "How long? How long, Lord? You gonna let this out?" He said, "I got a people prepared that's gonna bust you." Amen. Y'all think y'all so high and mighty? Israel was doing good. Things was going on great prosperity was out the roof off the chain man that they was building they was growing does this sound familiar but on the other hand spiritually they was apostatizing they was a walking away from the faith there's walking away from the commandments of God there's a walking away from the house of God they was leaving the sacrificing their children to Molech and all them other gods listen to me friend they was falling away amen and judgment was coming but still they was some praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. Judgment's coming, honey. It's out here on the United States of America. But can I tell you something? I'm still in the Father's hand. I'm still at the Father's house. It may look bad. The brook may dry up. But God will take care of me. Amen. And the Father put it. Can I say this tonight, this morning? Can I tell you the Father put it on you? Amen. He called him a son. He said, my son. He didn't call him by his past. How about that? Let me say this right here. The devil... He knows your name, but he calls you by your sin. How about that? The Father, Brother Chris, knows your sin, but he calls you by name. (laughs) Yeah, man, that's enough to make a Presbyterian shout himself to death and give him lockjaw. Amen. Nothing against my Presbyterian friend, but listen. Hey, listen, you know what I'm talking about. Make a Baptist shout himself to death. Amen. He labeled him, I'm a son, I'm a child of the king, amen. Hey, he put it on him. Have you ever had it put on you? Have you ever had the father? To, you ever wonder why some preachers act like a wild Why Chris Parks uh, or Brother Poncho just preaches like a wild man? You know why he does that? Samuel Lawson, why he preaches and hacks like he does? Why Samuel maybe watch, listen, why he does that? Because the father has put it on him. Right. Kurt, Kurt, y'all know what I'm talking about? Y'all been singing? And then there's that time it just gets on with it. You can't even hit the next chord without crying. You can't listen, Brother Chris. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, it gets on with it. You might be playing all the wrong chords. Nobody knows because the glory done fell into place. Amen. Amen. I want to ask you something this morning. Listen, I, I, I'm kind of crazy and different, but listen, you may be watching by way of social media. 
And you ain't had the Father put it on you. You're going through something. You're devastated. You're, your mind is driving you crazy. Remember children of Israel when they went down there? They was all right and, you know, they getting out and all that was fine and good. Moses, we're going with you until they came to the Red Sea. When they came to the first roadblock, when they came to the first obstacle, when they came to the first impassable thing which they thought in their mind, their flesh, they could not do it. Listen, me and you like that, friend. When we come against something that we can't do in the flesh, we want to give up and go back to Egypt. That's what they said. Would to God you'd let us die in Egypt. Would to God you'd let us perish down in Egypt. You know what God told Moses to do? He said, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Can I tell you something, my friend? You can stand still. I want you to do something for me right now. You're watching my social media. I think Brother Kenny's uh, uh, replying back to one another. You might want to reply in, chime in on this message right here. I don't know. I'm just crazy. Online invitation. Amen. Yeah. Maybe you need the Father to put it on you. Amen. Maybe you're sitting here this morning. You're in the church house. Some are coming in. And uh, 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 listen, but listen, uh, uh, you need the Father to put it on you. I'm glad for the day the Father put it on me. Amen. And He never stops putting it on you. Amen. He'll, he'll bless you beyond measure. Huh? He'll take you. He'll do things for you. Listen, He put it on him. You ain't lived. Listen, let me read that verse again right there. It said, but the Father said to the servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put it on him. Some people say, well, you're a put-on. Well, I'm not a put-on, but I've had it put on me. <laughs> yeah, man. Heaven, I've had it put on me, amen. Yeah. But you may be sitting at home watching. And How long has it been since you've had a touch of God on you? How long has it been since you've had God to just really touch you? Lord, you need that, but you might have some sin in your way. And that's a whole other message. But that other brother, he didn't get it put on him like the first brother did, but he's always had it on him. He's always had it there. But he didn't want to use it. He didn't want to use the resources available to him. Amen. And what he did, he was angry. We'll hit on that another time. But anyway, what I'm saying, the Father can put it on you this morning. Let's bow for a word of prayer. And use this on Facebook. You can pray. Maybe you can chime in. Say that you need prayer. Brother Kurt, uh, Kenny's there. And he'll, he'll, he'll message with you, whatever you need. Father, in the name of sweet Jesus. Lord, we don't know the multitudes that may be watching on social media. Lord, right now, will you reach into that living room, reach into that heart? God, that may be listening, they're down and out, lost their job, their family. Something's went on in their life, but they're saved by the good grace of God. Maybe there's one lost and undone in the pig slop. They're in the mess of the world. Dear God, they're in the drugs, alcohol, whatever, all the nastiness of this world. They need to know that you love them. Let the Holy Ghost of God just reach down and kiss them right now. Let the Holy Ghost of God just commune with them and woo them back to the house. Father, I pray that you'll just help them, Lord, so you can put it on them. Father, those that are here this morning, Lord, it may need it put on them. I pray that they come to the altar maybe and do business with you. Pray that you'll touch this church service. Father, we sure do love you and we thank you for putting it on us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.